can we talk a little bit about those three major DNAs uh, that you speak about? And uh, I know you speak about some genotypes as well, but I think it's important uh, for people to hear from you over again, um, because without this exercise, you're kind of like floating through the world, either in denial of yourself and not knowing who you are or not wanting to put, put the work in to figure that out. And you can only go so far that way, right? Especially when you want to, to actually succeed and um, be a straight shooter. <laughs> well, well, yes. Yeah, so this is all, all the DNA thing. So the way that this came into being is that I had a client uh, ask me, before, before he agreed to hire us, he asked me, how are you going to come up with our, our unique positioning statement? And I, I didn't have an answer. I basically said, which is how I used to do this. I basically said, I'm going to, you know, sit in my office for a couple of hours and think about it, maybe talk to a few people, and then I'm going to come back with an aha. And he's like, mm, that doesn't sound very scientific to me. That doesn't sound like you're going to, how will I know that's the right one is what he said. So, so I basically did go lock myself into my office over the course of a very rainy weekend. And I reverse engineered what I do to come up with that, with that positioning statement. And at part of this exercise was I looked at, I'd, by that time in my career, I'd probably worked with 500 different companies as a consultant. And so what I did is I kind of tried to remember every company that I worked with and I put, I would, I categorized them into clusters and the clusters started forming in three big piles. Okay, so there, were the, there was a cluster around companies that were very customer focused, a cluster of companies that were very product focused, and then there was this smaller cluster, but still a cluster of companies that were really focused on concepts. And what I did was I then started to examine those companies. How did they behave? How did they structure themselves? How did they measure success? How did they, how did they hire people? How did they fire people? All of these things. And, and the clusters became clearer and clearer and clearer. So we have this group of customer focused companies that do things very differently from the other two companies. And I ended up nicknaming them mothers because I wrote a book and you have to have, you have to have alliteration if you're going to do a book, but really they're customer focused and I call them mothers. And, and I discovered that there was only two ways that they could position themselves. They could position themselves around a market segment like Nike does, which they, their market segment is what they call the authentic athlete, or they could position themselves around a customer experience like Disney does. It's all, they're a mother company focused on experience. And those are the only two ways that a mother can position herself. Then you got, then you got this other cluster of companies that, that are product focused. And again, they are, they behave differently. They talk about different things in meetings. They spend their money differently. They hire differently. They fire differently. And those companies are all focused on product. And the only two ways that they can position themselves are around features, which many of them do. Like I would say, Oracle is a great example of a company that focuses on features. Walmart is a company that focuses, uh, focuses on value. So that's the other thing you can position yourself on as a product focused company or what I call a mechanic. So you can focus yourself on features or you can focus yourself on value. And then the third cluster, again, a smaller cluster, I ended up nicknaming missionaries because these are companies that exist to change human behavior on a fundamental level. And they behave entirely differently from everyone else. They don't do market research typically. They don't 
They hire people differently. It becomes a lifestyle to work at those companies as opposed to just a job. And these are companies, we know many of them because they have changed our behavior. Think about how Starbucks changed our coffee drinking behavior. Starbucks was a missionary. They took something as simple as a 25 cent cup of coffee from yesteryear and they turned it into a $5 multi-gazillion dollar industry where we now feel, and I have one right here, we now feel that we have to have this luxury in our daily life. And back before the pandemic, we actually wanted to have that luxury in what they called the third place. There's home, there's work, and then there's Starbucks. And that's a missionary company. They've changed our behavior. So there's these three kinds of companies. And the reason it's important to know which one you are is because you want your marketing to authentically align with who you are. And this is where I give people the example. I'm, I'm five foot three and, and I am short and I'm stocky and, and I'm coordinated, but I am not a ballerina. But when I was a kid, I thought I wanted to be a ballerina because I took all these bazillions of ballet lessons, right? But if I looked at my DNA of my body, it was not a good fit. <laughs> was not going to happen. And it and that's the same thing is true with the company. If I tried to live out my life as a ballerina, I would be a failed ballerina because I don't have the DNA for it. Just like a company, Starbucks, if they tried to live out their life being a value-focused company, they would never be charging $5 for a cup of coffee. They wouldn't have invented the third place. They wouldn't have changed the way we drink coffee. It, it'd be a whole, they have to align their marketing with who they are at their core. So the first thing you need to do as a company to do any of this successfully is know who you are. <laughs> so, so first ask, ask your own self the question, who are you and what, why do you matter? And then you can begin to, to, to do marketing that aligns with it. So understanding if you're a mother, a mechanic or a missionary gives you lots of information. And there's a test in the book to tell you how to come up with this answer. There's a test in the book. I've done it and I love it. It's just and I even, I even had a young woman say to me right after I published the book, I had a young woman say to me, I used that test to determine what kind of person I am so I could decide what kind of company I wanted to work for. Because I decided I'm a mother and I want to work for a mother company. I don't want to work for a mechanic company. So anyway, it's, it's just good to know who you are because once you know what you're made of, you can make something of it.